everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new. I want to apologize first of all because of my lifeless voice in this moment but it's currently 3am in the morning. I am fucking tired. I actually came home from a birthday party. It was my best friend's 18th birthday. It was really fucking fun but I'm over it. I just want to sleep right now. But I decided to do this episode because I had another wake-up call. If you guys listen to my episodes a lot, you hear me say this word a lot. Wake-up call. I am one of those people who is not motivated at all. And I'm just basically waiting for life to tell me, girl, do this. I am not usually motivated by myself to do anything, basically. To fucking study to eat healthier and shit like that i usually wait for a wake-up call and yeah so lately i got a few wake-up calls regarding a sensitive subject for me which is my weight and now i don't want to talk too much about my weight i actually wanted to do a whole episode talking about eating disorders that i've had and my experience with them and what to avoid and what not to try and what diets to, you know, stay away from, but, and that was really interesting, it was really nice information that could actually help a lot of people, but I don't feel comfortable with making myself vulnerable, and telling you about my whole life and experience with food, and my relationship with food, because I even feel ashamed talking about my weight, and what I eat in a day with like close people like I cannot just say those things randomly on my podcast and post them for everybody to hear them so I'm not gonna expose too much information but I'm gonna say some things um oh my gosh I don't want to cry during this episode anyways so let's just get into it let me tell you some wake-up calls that I've had and what I'm planning to do regarding my weight and Overall, my life, I just want to improve myself. Um, But first of all, it has become a pattern for me to tell you guys what I'm drinking during the recording of an episode. And I usually tell you about my iconic tea that I always drink and I praise. It's the best tea you could ever have. It's raspberry tea with three teaspoons of honey and half a lemon squeezed. Girl, you have to try that anyways. But in today's episode, I actually don't have anything to drink because I am too lazy to get up and get some water. I don't have any smoothies, any type of shit like that, which I'm kind of sad about. But anyways, let's get into this episode. So, first of all, you may wonder, why is weight such a private thing? And why is weight super private for me? And I feel super vulnerable talking about it. And I don't like to expose too much about it. Why is that? Um, I don't know yet. Like, I don't know an exact reason why am I so secretive about my weight. And I was always like this. But maybe I'm thinking of pressure from society overall and my family. My father used to tell me a lot of things about my weight and what I was eating. And just making some unnecessary comments that hurt me a lot. Um, He stopped. But, you know, he still makes those comments, but rarely, and I don't give a shit about them anymore. 
deep inside, I, it's still, you know, it doesn't feel good for, you know, somebody to just say something about your weight in a negative way. But I got used to it and I don't know. But my grandma, honestly, is the one who influenced me to just feel insecure about myself. And she's great. I love her. Um, I'm really open to her. I always tell her everything in my life. And, you know, we are really close. But since she started making comments about my weight super fucking often, I kind of distanced myself from her. Basically, she's amazing. She has raised me since I was born. I usually stay with her during the summer. And I made the best memories in my grandma's house. And with my grandma, I fucking love her. And I actually thought at one point of my life to get a tattoo um, with something that correlates with her. Maybe her, I don't know, birth date or her name or something like that. And, you know, it's shit because we don't have the same bond anymore. And I think it's influenced a lot because of the way she just pushed religion onto me. I've talked about this in... A previous episode actually where I told you guys how she forced me into Christianity and how she always told me oh my gosh come to church with me whatever oh if you do this it's a sin if you don't pray at night it's a sin and she just made me afraid of you know doing mistakes like a human being because I was afraid when I was smaller of you know going to hell and now that I actually have grown up and I found my path and I am comfortable with spirituality and just not having like a religion to stick to i just kind of do things that feel good to me like for example meditate light incense in my room more candles and shit like that that's a part of my practice which really makes me feel much better than just going to the church and not fitting in with what's going on and i feel so much better this way but i hate it because since I've grown up like when I was smaller yeah she used to push religion onto me she took a break for a few years which was so fucking refreshing and now she started again literally every time she's coming to my house she is always telling me about a new prayer and she is reading me some prayers out of her like small fucking prayer book and it's so fucking annoying and I wish I can just say, girl, I am not a fucking Christian. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in a lot of things that, you know, Christianity claims to be true. Uh, I'm not denying them either because, you know, people can have their own religions and practices and fucking cults and covens, whatever you want to have. If your religion or path makes you or practice makes you feel comfortable, then go ahead and do it you know, unless it's not hurting someone, and, you know, I actually told her multiple times, like, I don't believe in God, I don't pray, like, I never pray, I don't go to church, like, I am not what you think I am, I'm not a fucking fanatic, I'm not a fucking obsessed Christian, I'm just, I don't believe in that, and I told her multiple times, but she either ignores it and just whatever talks about something else or she gets really mad at me and she threatens me that she will go home because of what i said which makes me feel so uncomfortable 
And I just shut up and I agree with her. Like, yeah, oh my gosh, Jesus, we love him. Anyways. And she has fat shamed me a lot throughout my life. She always told me, if you don't lose weight right now when you are young, when you will be old, your metabolism will go down. And you will not be able to lose weight. And I gotta agree with her to an extent. Because like, yeah, if you're 40, you're not gonna lose weight as rapidly as you did when you were a fucking teenager. Like, it makes sense, you know? But she says that when I'm gonna turn 18, after I turn 18, my metabolism is gonna die down and I'm not gonna be able to lose weight. Which is fake as fuck, obviously. But that scares the shit out of me. Just the thought of not being able to lose weight, even if you wanted to. Like, that's so scary to me. Or just being able to lose weight in a super long period of time. I don't know why. That scares me a lot. And I feel so horrible whenever she tells me this. She also tells me to, you know, lose weight to be more feminine. um, Lose weight so I can fit better in clothing and wear tight clothing like other girls do. I don't know. She actually helped with my insecurities. We love that. Um, She made me have such a toxic image about myself. And, you know, I will never forgive her for that. And for the fact that she pushed religion onto me that way. Or she told me some mean shit. You know, I will not get over some things that she did. You know, I'm still close to her. I still talk to her. I still love her. Obviously, she is my grandma. And she has raised me. And... She's super fun sometimes, but whenever she comes to my parents' home, my home, whatever, to, you know, stay for the night or stay for a few days, she annoys me so much. Like, I'm so sorry to say that because I love her, but she she annoys me so much. Like, whenever I just chill in my room, she comes and then she says, oh my gosh, like, you need to lose weight. She leaves and then she says, oh my gosh, um look at you like you have gained so much weight and then she leaves and then she tells me about jesus like girl i no i don't want that anymore leave please and then she always manipulates me and tries tries to make me feel super horrible for her and tells me oh my gosh like i will leave your house right now like and i will never come back and she tells me this every single fucking time she comes to my home whenever she comes here i always have a fight with her which is which is getting unbearable at this point. And whenever she sends me messages to, you know, ask me what I'm doing or whatever, I just get annoyed. Like, simply, I just get fucking annoyed. And the reason for this is because all the things she said in the past and did in the past, I'm not over them yet. And I feel horrible about them. And yeah, basically, family, like relatives and society... And mean people in my life, um, you know, actually promoted this unhealthy mindset for me that I will never be good enough and whatever. But, you know, one good thing is that I have, I actually stopped comparing to other people like girls and their bodies. I haven't done that since February. I talked about this. Um, That was also due to like a wake up call. So we love that. Um. Also, I got way more confident and I just feel much more comfortable around people, which is really fucking nice. 
back then when I was smaller and I used to be really self-conscious of eating and I would just not eat. Like, girl, whenever I would be with people, I would just not eat. I was afraid. (laughs) I was ashamed. And I thought that people were just going to stare at me and think I'm fat while I was eating. Because I just, I don't know, I was thought that being fat is a, you know, horrible thing. To an extent it is, actually. Because, you know, being obese, overweight as fuck, like, really overweight, is bad for your body. Like, you don't only have fat, like, on your body, you also have fat between your organs. And if you are obese, you have more fat and you can actually have a huge risk of, you know, your fat blocking your veins or arteries and shit like that. And it's really dangerous. Um, And I won't say, oh my gosh, being obese is like, okay. And oh my gosh, body positivity. Oh girl, that's not body positivity. People who say, oh my gosh, being obese is like, you know, we need to be body positive. Like they're just promoting this, honestly. They're just promoting eating like a fucking pig and not thinking about the consequences of it you know and I'm not just gonna sit here and judge people who eat like pigs because I do that right now I want to get rid of that habit but it's unhealthy you know it's unhealthy and for people to just say oh my gosh this is body body positivity it's not get over it like body in my opinion body positivity is when a person doesn't have a hand they are disabled let's say they don't have a hand, they don't have, like, a limb or something, and, you know, you should accept those people, or people who have deformed faces, or diseases, like, acromegaly, which, um, you know, people who have it, you know, they don't look normal, obviously, they don't look like the average person, and a lot of people make fun of them, I actually, um, read an article about a girl, a woman, who used to have this disease, acromegaly, um, a long time ago, I think it was like in the 1920s or I don't, I'm not sure about that anyways, but a lot of people in her life called her ugly as fuck and, you know, she had kids, she was a single mom, she didn't have a lot of money and a lot of people just made fun of her and told her, my gosh, you're so ugly, whatever, and she actually went to a competition, um, where there were a lot of quote-unquote ugly women and the woman that was the ugliest, quote-unquote, would win. And that woman would win, like, a cash prize or something. And, you know, the woman with acromegaly went. She won, being declared as one of the ugliest women ever. She won a lot of fucking cash. She joined a circus, even. And in two years, she became a billion, Not a billionaire. A millionaire in... US dollars and she was able to you know maintain uh, her kids during you know school and shit like that and you know it's so fucked up that now in 2022 people say oh my gosh body positivity like if you're obese like it's okay body positivity yet they are still the same people who make fun of disabled people who make fun of people who have diseases or certain like mental problems and shit like that like that's not okay dude a lot of people make fun of you know small people or handicapped people and yet they still say oh my gosh body positivity like you're fat like that's okay like no that's just hypocr- hypocrisy 
a lot of people who say this, they are just trying to like fit in with what's going on in the society and they try to like be woke. Oh my gosh, like you are, you have 300 kilograms, like that's so okay. Like it's actually healthy, you know, because whatever. And they give you the stupidest reasons ever, whatever. And also this is promoting obesity because let's say there is an obese girl on TikTok and she just says there is nothing wrong with my weight and you should be body positive and whatever and maybe there is a teen girl who is like obese herself she looks at that and she thinks oh it's okay to be like this then I'm just gonna learn to accept myself no in some cases it's actually amazing to accept yourself and your supposed flaws but not your extreme weight like that's not okay and actually that fits for both obese people and underweight people you know so anyways that's another reason why i love tiktok honestly because people were just saying body positivity to like the most random shit or just making fun of like feminism i hate that i hate it i hate it because if you ask people especially guys they will say oh my gosh feminism ew because they only saw brainwashed women who just they weren't feminist at all they were actually misogynistic (laughs) like girl a lot of supposed feminists say especially women they say oh my gosh like men are so fucking horrible like we deserve to be equal to them yet we still drag them like no feminism actually it's it is the equality of you know male and female but a lot of women just say females need to be superior and that's feminism i don't stand by that and i don't like this movement at all and the direction it's heading i don't like that my boyfriend made made a good fucking point once you know i questioned him about feminism and what his thoughts are you know about this movement and shit like that and he straight up told me this is bullshit nobody's gonna solve anything with this like a lot of feminists just make like instagram accounts and they post like inspiring content which are not gonna have like an impact you know if you want to be a feminist if you want the both you know genders to be equal then you need to do something that it's actually gonna be helpful and not just sit behind the screen and type the most random shit and hate on men because that's not feminism that's actually misandry i think it's called hating men uh anyways i we don't stand by that here um and that yeah i don't like that um tiktok was just so fucking bad about you know regarding feminism body positivity whatever no anyways but i just wanted to make a point here a lot of obese people who just claim I love myself, I don't need to change myself, hashtag body positivity, actually lost hope. Let me explain. So basically, let's say there is an obese person. They've tried a lot of things. Starvation, they've tried fucking the keto diet, whatever diet you might think of. That didn't work. And then they just got used to being fat and they just straight up said, okay, body positivity. And, you know, I thought, I thought about this for a long time. How can people just say hashtag body positivity and get used to their unhealthy body? 
And I'm not just referring here to like obese people, but also really underweight people who are at a risk of, you know, health problems and shit like that. I never understood that, but I'm at a point of my life where I'm going to admit this. I've gained weight, a lot of it, and that was due to a horrible schedule, stress, fucking irregular eating. One day I would starve, one day I would overeat. Like, my schedule is not okay. I procrastinate a lot, and I just, while I'm procrastinating, I usually watch YouTube videos, and I eat while I watch them, and I just made really unhealthy habits of eating every time I want to, like, I don't have a limit, you know, and it's getting unhealthy, and at one point of my life, I think it was, like, a few months ago, actually, you know, I wasn't doing great, my body wasn't in a good state, um, I gained a lot of weight, which there is nothing wrong with, but it's not, I don't like that for me, and, you know, I've gained a lot of weight, I became really unhealthy, I had really low energy, um, So I just looked at myself in the mirror and, you know, instead of seeing the actual problems that were going on, I just told myself, you know, I need to accept myself. I'm going to accept me with all my flaws. And that's it. And I continued eating like shit, not sleeping, still being stressed and just making myself gain more and more weight every fucking week. And now... I actually got a few wake-up calls and I just sat down tonight and I thought about it while I was trying to sleep. And this is the reason why I made this episode because I started to become like those people who say, I'm obese, whatever, hashtag body positivity, which I hate that for me. Not, of course, I, I'm not like that, like to that extent, but I am a little bit like that, you know, I need to accept myself, me eating like a fucking pig. No, we need to change something. And a few wake-up calls, let me tell you them. First of all, I told you in the beginning, I went to my best friend's 18th birthday and I went in a blue dress that was kind of fitted like on my body. It was tight. When I first purchased the dress, it was like summer 2021 and I wore it to another 18th birthday uh, of my old friend from childhood and you know it was fitting really fucking well it wasn't tight or anything like that it was a little bit tight around my belly I gotta admit I was also bloated that night so that might be the cause of it but overall it fitted great you know and since that time of my life I started to eat really bad and whatever I gained weight anyways and that dress didn't fit like you know it did in the summer and I was just sitting casually tonight um, at the table. I was drinking some champagne, just talking to my boyfriend and whatever, having a good-ass time. And then I just felt something. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked at my dress and it ripped. While I was just fucking sitting in the chair, it ripped on me. I was like, what the fuck? So then I told my boyfriend, girl, my dress ripped. So we went out. <laughs> and it was so awkward because I was covering that rip with my hand. It was like on my side, on my hip. 
and I looked so fucking awkward. But anyways, we went out of the restaurant and we got out. We just went on the street. We, we were on the street at this point. My dress had ripped from my hip to my armpit. I swear to God, it was a huge rip. You could see everything. I was getting, you know, of course, panicked. Like, what the fuck am I going to do now? So I called my, you know, parents and they brought me another dress, which thank God for that. It was really uncomfortable, though. Like the whole changing the dress situation, I changed in the car and we don't like that anyways. But I just sat down and it fucking ripped. And last summer, it was okay on me. It was, and that was a wake-up call for me because what the fuck? Am I just going to allow my favorite dress ever to rip on me just because I eat like a pig? Like, no, we need to change something. And another wake-up call, which I don't know. It was, eh, I don't know if I should say this. Anyways, I'm going to say it, whatever, fuck it. I was at another 18th birthday. And this was, I don't know, a month ago or something like that. Or plus, I don't know, I don't remember. Anyways. I was in the same dress because that's the only dress that fit me and you know I felt good I looked good I felt super fucking confident and I saw a girl I used to be really close with her and we kind of distanced due to like the pandemic and shit like that and we didn't talk for like a long time we just sort of talked like I don't know maybe once a month you know regarding random shit like let's say my boyfriend or school or our families and whatever and you know we weren't that close anymore like at all so you know I saw her I really missed her we just started to dance it was all good everything was fine and you know while we were dancing she told me that I she told me straight up like this I noticed that you've gained weight like you gained weight but You just gained weight in the right places. And when I first heard that, I was like, "Mm, that's nice. That's a compliment. And then I actually overthinked it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this? You know, it was kind of harsh. (laughs) I kind of took it personally because we didn't talk anymore. And then she just straight up told me this after not talking properly for a really long fucking time. And, you know, I took offense to it. And I actually lost all my confidence at that point. All night I felt like shit. And, you know, beforehand I actually felt like a fucking model. I felt so fucking great. And then after that compliment, I suppose, I just felt like I wanted to commit. (laughs) I wanted to leave. Like, I didn't feel comfortable anymore. I thought that everybody was looking at me, judging me, which is not true because, you know, Who the fuck is going to look at me and say, oh my gosh, like, look at her, like, she's gaining weight. Of course, maybe there were some people who said that in their minds or, you know, gossiped about that. But I don't give a shit. Like, I didn't hear that. And, you know, if you don't hear those things, it doesn't affect you, obviously. Um, But I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying she was trying to say it in a mean way. Because I don't believe that was the intention. Like, she said, after all, like, you've gained weight in the right places. But it still hurt, man, you know, to hear that. Oh my gosh, you've gained weight. Like, no, I didn't, girl. Stop saying the truth like that. And that was another wake-up call, I suppose. 
another wake-up call for me is that I don't feel energetic anymore. Like, I just want to stay in my fucking bed. Whenever I do the smallest effort, climbing the fucking stairs, I'm out of breath. That's, you know, also caused by smoking and anxiety, like shortness of breath. But also from not being active for a long time. I haven't exercised properly since January and before January since May last year. So mm, yeah, we need to do something about that too. And another wake-up call was the fact that my boyfriend took some pics of me tonight and I thought I looked so fucking good, but then I looked at the actual pictures and I was like, girl, I cannot believe I got myself in this state. And, you know, I'm not obese, but there is a huge difference, you know, between me from ninth grade, from freshman year to me now, like... I'm way more chubby. <laughs> I'm chubbier than, you know, I was back then. And tonight I actually looked at some recent pictures and then I compare them to freshman year and mm, it's really fucking noticeable. And, you know, the reason why I'm saying all of this right here is because now I want to tell you guys some things that you shouldn't do if you don't want to get in this state. So... First of all, my best tip ever, don't eat while looking at a YouTube video. Don't do that, like ever. Don't even snack because you will most likely create a habit of, you know, eating while you watch something. This is exactly what's going on with, you know, watching movies and eating popcorn and shit like that. And it will make you want to eat every time you see a YouTube video, like a good long ass YouTube video. You would want to eat while watching that so that's one of the biggest mistakes to avoid binge eating don't eat while binging period just don't don't allow yourself to do that enjoy the silence while you eat honestly that's way better because i feel so horrible about myself sometimes i'm at a family dinner like not outside at a restaurant obviously i'm in my house you know my family is watching tv or they are talking to each other and i fucking put a video on youtube and i watch that while i eat i feel like a toddler with a tablet and i don't want that habit anymore um also another tip that i have for you is to not attempt any starvation diets because i did them i got to a point of my life once where i ate only one yogurt a day which wasn't even solid food I don't know how, how I was alive during 8th grade, honestly. Because I was just eating a yogurt a day, going to the gym every single day, and drinking 3 to 4 coffees. I swear to fucking God, I cannot even believe myself when I say this. <laughs> like, and let me tell you my schedule. I used to go to school from 8 to like 2 or 3. Um, and then I would come home, I would eat the yogurt. I would go to the gym and after gym, I would usually go to, you know, extra lessons with tutors and shit like that. And then I would come home, do my homework until 3 a.m. in the morning. And I would wake up the next morning at 6 or 7. We gotta love that. And I was so fucked. Like, honestly, starvation of any sort or horrible calorie deficit is not gonna make you lose weight and maintain it. Like, you are gonna lose a lot of fucking weight. I don't want to recommend starvation, but 
you know, let's say you have a fucking vacation and you want to get in shape for that quick. This is a way to do that, but you put on double the weight after. And whenever my mom would tell me this, I would just roll my eyes and be like, oh my gosh, like, fuck you. This is not true. But it is, it is true as fuck. I actually gained fucking triple the weight. I'm not even joking. I, my lowest weight used to be 50, not 50, I think 60, no, 50, 55 or 56 kilograms, which is, you know, it's, it's really low for, you know, my body because I'm kind of tall and I didn't look healthy at all. My bones were showing and that wasn't necessarily because of my weight, but for the fact that I wasn't even drinking water because I thought that water makes you bloated. And please don't call me stupid on this one. I was actually in the pro-ana, which means pro-anorexic, pro-anorexia actually, community on Tumblr. And a lot of people were saying, water makes your belly inflate, so don't drink it. Drink only a glass a day or two maximum. And I used to believe them. And... (laughs) Tumblr is such a fucked app. Like, no. No, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. Um, You know, and it was kind of harsh. It was a really hard period of my life. And I definitely don't feel quite comfortable talking about it. But, you know, I want to talk about it. What if somebody, you know, deals with this? Anyways. um, What helped me recover from that state of my life? was just the need of studying honestly because once you starve your brain dies like i'm not even kidding i wasn't able to read properly i would lose the row every single fucking second i was not you know in the state of making homework or studying or just learning something i couldn't do that anymore because my brain cells were committing (laughs) honestly and you know the side effect the side effects of starvation are not actually talked about enough when i used to eat super fucking low like a yogurt a day which was like fucking 100 calories max and as a normal person you are supposed to eat like 1800 even 2000 calories a day and i was eating 100 or a few hundreds because you know coffees also count and Red Bulls, like energy drinks, whatever. But the side effects were horrible. Uh, horrible dark circles, first of all. They were not coverable with concealer. Second of all, my hair was falling out like crazy. My nails got so thin to the point where they would rip a lot. Also, my skin got really dry and super fucking pale because of that. My belly would make weird fucking noises. And it was really awkward because I was in class and whatever. Anemia, it's also a, you know, fucking horrible side effect. Whenever I would stand up, I would almost faint. I couldn't walk because I got really fucking dizzy. And especially going to the gym, I almost fainted two times. Actually, I had to just lay down at the fucking gym for like half an hour to be able to get up and go home it was fucking horrible 
um also i wasn't able to read like i said my hands were always shaking and they are still shaking because of anxiety and just fucking i think smoking because whenever i smoke i shake a lot so i guess that's another fucking cause for shaking um also i was really fucking weak i could barely hold something in my hand and yeah it's not worth it at all you bruise more easily like whenever you let's say you hit your fucking leg on the corner of your bed you will have a huge ass bruise that will last for such a long time your immunity gets super fucking low i used to get sick like once a month i used to go to the hospital really often you know to get you know my blood tests my blood work done and also because i wasn't getting getting any vitamins from what i was eating because i wasn't so uh the nurses there actually gave me a lot of injections because i didn't have anything in my body um i actually developed gastrita in romanian it's when your stomach walls are really damaged to the point where you almost have like holes in your stomach like ulcer ulcers i don't know what the fuck it's called in english anyways um and i couldn't eat i had the worst stomach pains where i would literally cry out loud due to the pain because my stomach walls were getting so weak because you know your stomach has gastric acid which it has really low ph and it's really acidic basically um it dissolves the food but it can also dissolve your stomach walls if you don't eat your stomach also makes moves like it moves to um sort of dissolve the food and what whatever you ingested better um but if you don't eat your stomach walls are just gonna friction together they are just gonna fucking anyways you get that and your walls your stomach walls are gonna get really fucking damaged and you know i had horrible pains to the point where like i said i cried out loud i couldn't walk anymore i was just there like holding my stomach holding my scream in and i for like a few months i only ate plain rice plain chicken and basically hospital food because eating anything that was too salty or i couldn't eat anything spicy anything sweet anything of that sort and i had a really strict diet because if i didn't have that diet i my stomach would just fucking fall out of <laughs> anyways um it was fucking horrible uh people romanticizing anorexia or any sort of eating disorders they are disgusting they are just attention seekers and that's a way for them to cope and to make their disorders more appealing to them and to others it's kind of disgusting if you ask me and don't fall for stupid diets like the snow white diet eat only one apple a day or the pro anna diet it was like 100 calories a day fasting in another day 300 calories in another day whatever don't try those crazy diets because those are not meant to be maintainable if you want to lose weight and lose it for good you need to actually change your whole lifestyle which i'm actually gonna do which i'm planning to do um and that means allowing yourself to have cheat days like once every two weeks or once a week it's good you know um eating food that's actually yummy like learning healthy recipes because you know i hate salads personally i don't like them 
just the salad with a really bad season not seasoning um dressing and with some bland plain unseasoned chicken like the caesar salad no i hate that shit it doesn't taste yummy people who say oh my gosh i love salad like no you don't you hate it plus it's super fucking expensive for no reason anyways there are so many healthy recipes out there overnight oats is a perfect example those are so yummy um doing your own granola bars at home or smoothies or fucking rice with chicken such a classic and good recipes where you get a lot of protein from it's also good to build muscles um tortillas that you can put in everything you want like in a tortilla you can put some fucking pesto sauce with some let's say vegan cheese and some chicken and whatever and it sounds amazing it is amazing and there are so many more amazing healthy recipes that are actually really yummy um it doesn't only need to be fucking vegetables and salads over and over that's not maintainable at least for me um exercising is also really nice i actually had a personal trainer and i lost a lot of weight with him and he told me exercising is 40 percent and diet is the rest or even diet is even more than that because it's really important you know what you eat i actually went to the gym while i was eating like i would usually do and i just maintained my weight i didn't lose anything I just maintained it. So that's why I'm saying eating healthy, you know, is really fucking important. And if you cannot afford a fucking gym membership or if you don't want to go to the gym because it's awkward and there are a lot of pervs there. <laughs> I'm aware of that. I actually changed two gyms before and both were kind of sketchy. Anyways, um, you know, if you don't want that, you can just make easy exercise at exercises at home there are a lot of them um for everything like abs fucking cardio killer exercises i hate those they are like 30 minutes of pure hell anyways but diets are temporary they are meant to you know be used when you want to lose a lot of weight quickly and there are actually good diets out there but also like dangerous ones so be aware and also another tip that I have for you is if you're in the process of losing weight or building muscles or gaining weight you will actually be in a period of time where everything is stagnant where you make a lot of effort yet you still don't see any difference for me at least that was when I hit 56 kilograms I wanted to actually be like 50 kilograms and I reached 54 kilograms somewhere in october in 2018 and then in november you know while i was still going to the gym every day while i was still eating a yogurt a day occasionally something else like a salad a fucking boring ass salad i didn't lost a kilogram in that month like that was one of the reasons why i quit just starvation and i was just like fuck this I don't want to be starving anymore. I don't want to make efforts for nothing. And when you have a diet, I'm not talking about mine because that wasn't a diet. That was just fucking slow suicide. But um, when you have a diet, 
you will see that at one point you will stop losing weight and that will last for like a few weeks or a month or even two even even two even (laughs) anyways what you need to do is to just be patient because your body just said stop then you're gonna you know still make the same efforts if not more efforts work out more or eat uh, less i guess and then you will see that you will drop weight like this is usually what's stopping a lot of people from their process of losing weight or building muscle or gaining weight the fact that they will you know be hit by this stagnant period so don't let that hit you like it did for me when i used to have a personal trainer and everything was going well and i lost a lot of weight i lost 10 kilograms in like two months which is really fucking good and i was also not eating as good as i was supposed to my weight stopped stopped you know dropping and i just quit and i started eating like a pig again you know and Whenever you have those periods, you can reach out to like a personal trainer, like let's say on Insta, message them or go to a nutritionist or just do your research about that and how you can, you know, stop it instead of just giving up, you know? And also another wake up call for me was the fact that I think since I was eight, I said to myself, before this summer, I'm going to lose so much weight and I never do that. You know, oh my gosh, before this summer, I'm going to lose like 10 kilograms. No, you're not. You're not going to do that. And that is what made me so sad because this year I wanted to lose so much weight. You know, it's still not late. It's actually like mid-year almost. So fucking crazy. Time flew by, honestly. But I have a lot of time, you know, to lose weight or, you know, make my lifestyle better. But... I it's fucking 22 May right now while I'm recording this and summer is coming up I haven't lost a pound I actually gained and I I thought to myself what the fuck I'm such a pussy every single summer I say to myself I'm gonna lose weight I'm gonna lose weight before the summer I don't or before a school year oh my gosh this summer I'm gonna have a glow up I'm gonna lose weight no you're not and I hate that I don't want to be a pussy anymore I just want to do it and that's it you know I just want to commit to this lifestyle change, which is going to be hard. Another thing I have for you is that if you want to change like this, this is a huge change. You know, changing your body, changing your physique is a huge fucking change. Losing weight, gaining weight, putting on muscle, whatever the fuck you want. It's hard, man. It's difficult. And you will have mental breakdowns and you will have, you know, periods where you will cry cry (laughs) cry while while looking in the mirror i'm sorry i cannot talk or i don't know have periods where you will have body dysmorphia basically that means you see yourself distorted you see yourself as being let's say fatter than you are or slimmer than you actually are because you know it's your mind making you feel like there is something wrong with you or something you know Because when I was really fucking skinny, 56 kilograms, I think I said, anyways, um, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. But now that I look back on those pictures, I was so fucking skinny. How could I ever see that? Body dysmorphia, that's the reason. So you need to be aware of that. Um, This this is a difficult 
you know, change in your life. But it, it's worth it. It's worth it. If you really want it, it's worth it. And, you, you know, you can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I feel like a fucking therapist right now. But I'm also talking for me. I'm also encouraging myself. I'm not ready for this. I'm, you know, <laughs> I kind of regret making this episode because what if I'm not going to lose weight and people are going to listen to this and then they are going to say, oh my gosh, like, you're such a pussy. <laughs> but I want to do that. I really want to do that. It has be- been a lifelong goal of mine to just have the body that I desire and a good fucking health and good habits. So I'm going to try that. No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do that. That's what my therapist told me also. Um, she told me, you are going to you are gonna go to bed early. And I told her, I will try. And then she told me, no, you won't. You will do it. Which was so fucking inspiring. I felt like an alpha male was just talking to me and saying this. But that's honestly so true. Like, the only thing stopping you from doing what you want is you and your mind. And with the proper, you know, mentality and training, you can get to where you want to. It's, you know, it's not as difficult as people make it seem. Like, yeah, it's difficult. Every single road is difficult. Every, you want to get into a, you know, in a university, it's difficult. You want to lose a lot of weight, it's difficult. You want to fucking save money and buy a car, it's fucking difficult. But it's not impossible and it's not as difficult as your mind makes it seem, you know? For example, I want to get into med school and I have this perception, perception of people who are in med school that they are only nerds and they are super fucking smart, but I'm not, which is obviously fake because you don't need to be extremely smart to get into like a university. It depends on the university though, but I'm just saying if you really want something, you can achieve it. If you really, really, really want something, you can achieve it if you motivate yourself, which is tough. I need to do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to finally fit into old clothing that I really like. Or I want to finally feel comfortable, fully comfortable with myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel comfortable, but not as com- comfortable as I would wish to feel. You know, I'm not... Currently, I'm not putting pressure on me to lose weight or anything like that. I'm kind of cool with it. Um, My mental health has improved significantly. I am... A thing that I'm really proud of is I am not ashamed anymore of eating in public. You know, I have severe social anxiety. And whenever I used to go out and eat with friends, I thought everybody was looking at me. Because I was eating and I was eating in a weird way or... I was eating so much and whatever. That's just your mind playing games. There is no person right in the mind that's just going to look in your mouth while you eat. Like, no, that's not, (laughs) that's not happening. And I'm just careless at this point. Like, I eat in front of people because that's a normal thing. Everybody eats. It's like being ashamed of drinking water. Like, what the fuck? It's the same thing, you know? So I feel really good about that because when I used to be with a lot of people and there was good food, I always used to eat just a tiny little bit of that and say, oh my gosh, I'm full. Girl, you're not full. Go eat that whole plate. Oh my gosh, I hate pick me bitches who like eat super gentle. Like no person eats like that. I saw a girl 
one day at a birthday party. Oh my gosh, I'm always at birthday parties, especially 18th birthdays. Anyways, but I was at a birthday and there was a girl and we were eating, you know, fries. She took four bites out of an average fucking fry. How the fuck? Like, normal people just shove the whole fry in their mouth and eat. You know, not just take a little bit of that fry and just bite it off and then take a little bit more and then say, oh my gosh, like I'm so full. I'm so skinny. Oh my gosh, I want to kill you right now. <laughs> I don't like those people at all. Like, why are you shitting on me like that? Of course, they are not full and they have a lot of body dysmorphia and a lot of, you know, insecurities if they do that. But I don't like that. I feel like personally the best season of losing weight is summer. And the reason why I'm saying that is because summer just has so many skinny foods to offer. For example, watermelons. The fuck that that's just fucking water. Not even kidding. I don't like watermelons though. I feel like they're too like plain, but they are really good for losing weight. And it makes you really saturated, really full. Also, oats. If you have never eaten good oats, first of all, they taste amazing if you know how to make them. Second of all, they make you so fucking full. Right now, I have a huge stomach because I ate a lot throughout this year and the past year. But if I were to make myself a bowl of oats right now, I couldn't finish it. Like, I wouldn't be able to finish it. It's so saturating. I love that. Also, there are so many recipes of oats. My favorite one is like banana and... How is that called? Cinnamon. Cinnamon oats with bananas and peanut butter and something. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Or blueberry um, oats. There are so many oats. You can put oats in yogurt. You can put them into coconut milk. You can put them into just classic cow milk or goat milk or whatever the fuck you drink. And you can sweeten it with honey or something like that. Or maple syrup. Like, girl, you have so many fucking ways to cook this dish. I'm not even kidding. And it's also super simple. There are so many recipes out there. Anyways, the point of this episode was, if you really want something, you can achieve it. The same goes for me. <laughs> I'm encouraging myself and you um there are a lot of healthy foods that are amazing and they are really low effort i cannot cook at all i can make like pasta eggs i know how to cook like just a few dishes and i know how to make them really nice um and yeah it's really nice to cook for yourself and to just make discover what you like and whatever it's just really fun also, another thing I want to say is don't put pressure on you, you know, for not losing how much weight you wanted to because life is not going to end now. So just have some patience and be kind to yourself. Also, another thing that I said in this episode, which is really important, is to not join Tumblr for like weight loss purposes. And not attempt any, like, diets at all because they are, are temporary. Instead, 
try to change your lifestyle. Let me tell you, the easiest way to lose weight that actually worked on me, I couldn't maintain it because I'm a fucking lazy bitch. And I love food too much, but we're going to change that anyways. But some things that really worked for me is just not drinking Coke and sodas anymore. Avoiding sweets and drinking more water. Those things will make your weight drop instantly. I'm not even kidding. So go do that, I guess. And losing weight is really simple, actually. All you need is self-control and support. Because if you have only people who are really judgmental, like my grandma and your family, or in your friend circle, then you are not going to feel good about yourself. Try to surround yourself with people who make you feel good. And limit the contact with those who just don't make you feel good. And I know a lot of people have family members who... Are really mean to them and you cannot really limit contact with that person or you can it depends on if it's a distant relative or not and whatever um but don't you know don't be influenced by what your family says about you because most of the time actually all of the times those things those mean things that are said by your family they come from insecurities and you know, remember this, no person who is pleased with, you know, themselves and their life is gonna make an ugly comment to your face or to your back. No, they're not gonna do that because they are too busy living their perfect fucking lives. So if you hear somebody just talking shit about you and just, you know, laughing at your weight or any stupid, you know, shit like that, just it's really immature and it comes from a lot of insecurity. There was such, such a like cringe thing that one of my um, mom's friends said. Um, when somebody is pointing at you and judging you, they are pointing, you know, the pointer to you, obviously, the pointer finger to you, which is one finger. And also, I don't know if the thumb counts. <laughs> I'm fucking ruining this whole thing. Anyways, but they are basically pointing two fingers to you. Or one, depends on how you see it. But they point three fingers to themselves and basically are judging themselves, whatever. This is kind of true. It's, you know, the context of it is cringe. And the way she said it. And there was like this whole inspirational picture based on this. No, that was cringe. But the message is actually true because, you know, all the girls who said horrible shit about me have the same insecurities that they pointed out. A bitch said that I have small lips, but she has lips that are smaller than mine. And I think they are frustration to her. Like, girl, that's so stupid. Or a girl told me, oh my gosh, you're fat. But she has, you know, body dysmorphia. Like, no person who is pleased with their life. And they have, they have it all together. And they have it all organized. And anyways, they're not going to say me shit about that. So just don't. Pretend you're like you didn't hear it, honestly. Like, yeah, it affects you. It, you know, and it stacks up because if a person just tells you, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly, and you don't care, after a long time, you will just not want to see their face anymore because it just makes you so angry. Like, I get it because that's how I am with my grandma right now. Anyways, I think that's it. We talked about a lot of things and I'm really proud of myself because even though I, you know, told you guys some things from my personal life, I also kind of kept it private 
And I love that about me because I have this tendency to overshare shit. And I don't like that. I want to be mysterious. <laughs> Now, on a real note, um, I don't like to be vulnerable around people that are not close to me. Because I'll, I said this in another episode, but I have an account where I post like random shit. Pinterest pictures of aesthetic stuff, whatever. And I vent. I used to vent usually on that account. And once I vented about something and somebody messaged me and they told me, it's nice that you have a comfortable place, you know, where you feel like venting is good. And if it makes you good, if it makes you feel good, then, you know, keep doing that. But people don't deserve to see your vulnerability. So don't show it. Like showing your emotions online to a bunch of strangers is you know, it's usually not worth it, it's better to just keep it private, keep it for yourself, or share it with, like, really close people that you trust, don't share it all over social media, don't share your mental health state all over social media, because people will profit off of that, and people, some people will see you weak, and yeah, you shouldn't care about how people see you, but if you care, I don't know, <laughs> anyways, so her message really shook me, Because I wasn't, I was never told this. Like, nobody told me, oh my gosh, don't show your emotions on social media. Don't vent on social media. Like, you know, I didn't know people from that account. They were all strangers. Uh, also, except a few people that I knew, which I was really close with on that account. And, you know, venting to a bunch of strangers didn't seem wrong to me because they are strangers. They cannot do anything. And I don't get affected by random messages, but this one really hit me. Not in a like horrible way. I didn't cry because of it because it wasn't a mean message. But I had a realization that people don't deserve to see your vulner vulnerable state because that's really personal. You know, some things are better to just be kept private and resolved behind closed curtains because exposing your emotions and everything all over social media is not going to make you feel good you know, I felt like a, fuck, a fucking baby while I was doing that, I hate that, I hate feeling like this, just complaining, complaining to random people, I hated that, but I couldn't stop, because that account was like my comfort zone at one point of my life, and I felt so fucking, I don't know, I don't even know what emotion this is, but I felt like a baby, I posted, you know, something about venting and shit like that and how my fucking mental health was fucked. And I got over 40 messages. I'm not even kidding. That account was also big. I got over 40 messages, super supportive ones that actually made my day, my days because I <laughs> I usually read them um, just to make me feel good. And I love that validation. And not necessarily only the validation, but the compassion that people you know, showed, it really made me feel good, and, you know, I, at the same time, I felt like a baby, like, all of those people just taking their time to write huge fucking messages of support just for me, like, I felt like a fucking baby, I felt like I was too, um, how can I say, too immature and naive to solve my problems by myself, and I'm just here exposing them, and people, you know, feeling sorry for me, you know, I felt, I didn't feel good, and 
that's why I'm trying to keep myself as private as I can, even though I'm exposing some things about me. But yeah, I hope this episode was beneficial. If you have like any sort of, you know, insecurity regarding your body, I hope it like helped in a way. Um, I try to be as respectful as I could. I don't know if I went overboard with um, that body positive thing. I didn't want to come off as rude. Like if you're obese, like I'm not fat phobic, obviously. Um, but I have an issue when people make it seem like it's okay. You know, I don't just see a fat person and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so unhealthy. Stop it. No, I just think to myself, okay, they are a fucking human being after all. Like they are worthy of respect, but it's still unhealthy. You know, it's still fucking unhealthy. And I don't have the intention of offending people or, I don't know, making fun of fat people. (laughs) No, absolutely not. But I think promoting it in the body positive movement is not a kind of, it's not okay because, you know, your health is not good when you are obese, obviously. And promoting that as body positivity, it's actually kind of toxic if you ask me. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I talked about a lot of things and it's currently 4.36 in the morning and I have 7% battery. So I need to charge my phone and just go to fucking sleep because I need that. I need that in my life. Anyways, um, also another important information I want to give you. My cat is sleeping next to me on the bed. So cute and also whenever she's sleeping and i'm lightly putting my hand let's say on her belly or something like that she always makes a sound she doesn't usually meow she just makes a weird fucking sound listen to this that's so fucking cute girl so yeah i also made her like a small comfy corner like i you know classic beds two pillows on the bed i have only one because where the second pillow was supposed to be, I actually have like a small, really fluffy white blanket with some gold stars and my cat's favorite plushies. And she, whenever she sees that corner exposed, I usually have another pillow during the day because it looks better. But whenever I take off <laughs> the pillow, the second pillow from the bed where her little corner is, she always jumps on the bed and just sits there and falls asleep, because she associates this place with sleeping, and I love that, she is literally sleeping sleeping next to me, I love that, she's so fucking cute, let's hear her make that weird sound again, because I'm gonna put my hand on her belly lightly, girl, I love that, I love my small kitty, um, I feel like I haven't talked about her enough on this podcast, she's a Actually, she's a co-member. Co-member. Is that even a word? Anyways, I'm so fucking tired. Um, She's a member of this podcast also. Because whenever I record, she usually sleeps next to me. And she stays next to me. Now I'm just massaging her belly. And she is sleeping. So anyways, I'm going to do the same as she does right now. I'm going to sleep. Um, And I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. 
And I hope you will have a nice day or night. I will see you guys in the next episode.